Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star, where you recognize you're a star. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, wherever you live, I hope you're listening, and I hope you're having a wonderful Tuesday. It's a wonderful day, another opportunity for us to wake up and be grateful for our ten fingers, ten toes, the fact that we can hear, see, breathe, and talk, and the fact that we can forgive and remember and recognize and move forward together the only way you can see in the darkness is with the light unless you want to attempt to see in the darkness and trip over things and injure yourself i don't advise that so get a flashlight or use your iphone as a flashlight because the iphone flashlight is likely better than all the other ones anyways we're going to be talking about some very interesting conversations today we have a lot of amazing topics as we always do on born to be a star um As for the news of the day, it's Tuesday and America sucks, like always, because the politicians are a bunch of douchebags and they can't figure out what the hell they're doing because they're so old. They probably have like Alzheimer's and they don't even know what day it is. I'm just saying, like, is it a good idea to have old people in charge? Not for these kind of jobs, man. Like, I don't get it. Like, I'm confused. Like. Why are you, like, almost 80 years old saying you're going to run again for Congress when you don't even know where you are? Like, you have dementia. Like, it's okay. Like, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, like, but, dude, come on. Like, come on. That's what happens when people get old. Their brain starts to deteriorate. It's a known thing. Why? That's why there's services. That's why there's places for people that have really bad dementia or there's, there's therapies for it, there's medication. That's why those all exist for the problem of memory loss and dementia. It's not a joke. And somebody that's almost 80 years old telling me that they're going to take care of the country I live in, dude, stop. Just, mm. This system is so corrupted and so ridiculous. It's like a joke. And if you take it seriously and you actually think your opinion matters... You're falling in a trap to their their game. It's all a game. And the only people that are getting played is us. We vote for these morons thinking they're going to do something. And then they don't do anything. Some idiot from a pharma corporation or some company gives them some money so they don't do anything. And then what do you know? They don't do anything. Like a great example of that is just like we talked about yesterday. Joe Manchin thinks he's the president of the United States. And the president of the United States won't tell this motherfucker what it really is. Motherfucker, if you don't do what I say, do you know what I'm going to do to you? I'm going to come to West Virginia every day to your ass gets re... to it's time for you to, you know, rerun for re-election. And you're not going to win. That's what I would say to him. You know what else I would do? I would send Kamala Harris to West Virginia to run ads to go on every radio station every day every newspaper is going to have an article about what joe manchin is really doing because he's not helping anybody where he's from because you know west virginia is one of the poorest places in the united states of america if it was so great why is that hmm it's really funny how these republican morons that run office have some of the worst states like people froze to death in texas they had no plan their grid scheme that they have going failed and who do they have to blame for that themselves right 
I mean, just, it's just more moronic shit after another. And I'm someone that wasn't really paying attention to politicians and didn't really have an opinion about things because it just felt like my opinion didn't matter. And I'm not saying that it matters much now. I don't know if any of our opinions matter, but I do know that if we want anything to change here or anywhere around this big world we live in, if we want this world we live in to remain a world, we can't just forget people that need help. We can't just hand out helpful services to people that might not need it as much as others. And then we can't just F up on immigration and act like it's okay. There is videotape of people at the borders in Texas whipping black people, Haitians, which is predominantly black. Let's just get to it. If that doesn't remind you of history, I don't know what does. And that's why the Texas governors and all these morons were going to remove history from school. But I got something to tell you, morons. There's already no history in school. Kids don't actually know what happened in history with slavery. They have no idea. The only way you know about that is if you go in college and you take the courses and you learn about it. Because what they have in education for children is not really a great explanation of it. Unless parents are explaining it and telling their kids about what's happening, they'll never know. There's a really big problem here in the United States and all around the world with this with these right-wing people or these democratic sob hacks walking around with Kunte Kinte cloths on trying to act like they understand black people. Dude, what are you doing, Nancy Pelosi? Can you stop? You weirdo. Just why? There's just so many questions I have. And there's so many questions you should have too. And it's just so frustrating. Just how do you expect any of us to take you seriously? Like you're a blundering idiot. Not only are you a blundering idiot, but you're an embarrassment. Like, I'm literally embarrassed when these people go to talk to other smart intellectual people. I just feel like (sighs) you don't even know what day it is. And not only do you not know what day it is, but you still act like it's 1970. Like, the way you people act in Congress is like it's 1970. It's 2021. Everyone can see everything you do. We know that the monkeys that you got on Twitter aren't you because you don't even know how to get on a phone. Please stop lying. Come on now. Let, let's just be realistic. Do you think any of these elderly morons know how to use or navigate an iPhone? I'm not saying that using an iPhone is difficult, but think about that. Joe Biden thinks his mom's in the audience. Do you really think he knows how to use an iPhone? I've seen Nancy Pelosi stand at a... In the middle of having a conversation and stare. That means she must have forgotten what the hell she was saying. And Trump's done it too. Like when he was the president, he's a complete, I don't even know a word for him, but they're all just playing us. That's the news of the day. Nothing's happening. Welcome to Wall Street. Welcome to corporate America, where the people that you're supposed to work for don't get anything, but everybody else does. How'd that work? How does that work? 
So today we're going to be talking about something that we talked about yesterday, climate. And that's why I started off with a rant about the news of the day, which is there isn't any news of the day because nothing's happening because we live with a bunch of fucking morons. And it just makes me want to cuss and scream and yell and pull my goddamn hair out and go on a rampage screaming and get other people to go on the rampage with me because we're all in confusion and just like, what fucking year is it? Because it's not 1970. It is not 1965. Martin Luther King has been assassinated. So has Malcolm X. JFK again assassinated. All the people, they're dead. Okay? Anybody who wanted to change anything was murdered for it. You know who murdered them? White militia people. Dude, please. Let's not go down that rampage. Let's get on this conversation about climate. It's a problem, not just in the United States of America, with a party of people that don't understand how climate actually works. And while people want to say climate is weather, it's far more than just weather uh, because it affects the place. It affects the surrounding areas. And most importantly, it affects the people that live there. When forests are burning in California, and then houses are burning in California. And then it continues. That's not good. So. When people are acting like. It's okay. It's not. There's a problem here. There's a problem around the world. Like that that disaster that happened in Haiti. People don't have anywhere to go. Like they're human beings. And the idea that the United States of America has video footage of Haitians being whipped. If that's not a reminder of the past, then I don't know what is. This is just like the beginning of the racism and slavery with black people in America where they enslaved black people on ships and it wasn't just black white people that did it the black people did it too and they brought them over to a foreign country and they allowed them to be slaves because these people didn't want to do their own work but you know what I'm not going to fall into that trap of what could be because I'm just going to say something Black people aren't going to be anyone's slaves. You can disrespect black people. Say whatever you want about LeBron James. You can be disrespectful to athletes. You can be disrespectful to artists. You can say whatever you want. You can be disrespectful to people that want to believe in themselves and have dreams and are chasing them to make them reality. I'm not saying that black people are in the top 1% because they are. You know how they got there? They pushed themselves to do it. In a world full of people telling them they couldn't be anything. Any sort of minority is always told what they can't be. Because we're in a competition with people. How the fuck does that work? In any sport, black people dominate it. Done. Basketball, we don't talk about white players. Because there's no competition. They're there. But are they as good? Not really. When it comes to fashion, okay, I give it to you. Ralph Lauren and Michael Kaur, okay cool but there's a lot of other designers and there's a lot of other things that don't get any recognition but it's very beautiful when it comes to music beyonce is still at the top of the game 
as always. Need I say more? Need I say more? It's not happening, okay? It's not. Climate change is real. You dumbasses that want to pretend it's weather need to shut up and we need to move forward. Like I said yesterday, we need to find new ways to make this sexy or we got a big problem coming. If you think watching what's happening in California is bad now or what's happening in Haiti is bad now, what do you think is going to happen in a year? What do you think is going to happen in two years? What do you think is going to happen in five years? If we keep digging in this planet and we just keep digging and just misusing our lands and wiping out forests just so they can build buildings. If we keep doing that over and over and over and over again, what do you think is going to be the outcome? There isn't going to be an outcome because there's not going to be anything here. It's all going to blow up. It's going to be like one of those bad movies about what they think the world looks like. But it's going to be worse than that because there isn't going to be a world. Yeah, and they haven't figured out a way for us to live in space yet. The only people that can live there are filthy rich. Like, do you have Jeff Bezos money? No. Did he, did he just get that money? No, he earned it. He worked hard for it. And he gets to play in spaceships if he wants to. But normal everyday people can't go to space in a spaceship. No. So, how does this work with climate change? We need to be focusing on ways to make the Green Deal something that's wantable and seen as something that's attractive. We need to be finding ways to get rid of old cars and offer people electric cars. Like I said yesterday, not everybody's going to be able to get a Tesla because those things are expensive and like I feel like you need to live in an area where there's like a place to charge the Tesla um, or you're gonna have to have like a charging system for your house now I know a couple of areas that have Tesla charging stations but another problem with the with electric cars is there needs to be more charging stations because not everybody's going to be able to charge it in their homes and not everybody has homes a lot of people live in apartments especially like in new york city or any type of city like boston people don't live in houses primarily they live in apartments and they have to park on like the street like so where are we going to put those chargers like we need to be setting up policy and we need to be doing Like, I know right now they, they are working on a bipartisan uh, infrastructure bill. The infrastructure bill should be surrounded by ways to build electronic charging stations for electronic cars. We need to find ways to incentivize this electronic thought. We need to get more planes, I mean, not planes, more trains out. We need to rethink the way we travel. We need to rethink the way we do everything. We need to be utilizing Amazon. We need to be thinking about um, moving clothes and how we do fashion and how we do all the things we do differently. It has to work so we can live and survive. And so our kids can have a future because if we don't think about them, they're not going to have one. I want my nephew I want my children whenever I have them to not be worried about this because these children are worried about it. Do we know if this planet is going to exist in 10 years? I don't know. I don't even know if it's going to exist tomorrow. It might just blow up. You don't really know. 
none of us actually know. And that is really concerning. Like, what happened in Haiti is horrible. And I'm so sorry for the way they've been treated in the United States. I don't even know if they should be here. Quite honestly, I don't want to say they'd be better off in Haiti, but I don't think they'll be better off here in the United States. I just, I'm concerned. Everyone should be concerned. Climate change is an issue. We need to be figuring out ways to make things not about emissions, not about gas, not about oil, not about a stupid-ass grid system that doesn't work in a country of morons that don't want to be invited to the country. We need to come up with ways and opportunities to spread everything out. And do everything different. So I don't know how this is going to work. Because you know how people are. People kind of want to do whatever they want. And they don't want to listen to anybody. But we are running out of time. And Joe Biden saying he's going to make it an initiative for something to happen in 2030 is not enough time. It needs to be now. Start getting rid of these damn gas guzzling cars and give free cars. They spent $2 trillion on a war in Afghanistan that didn't work. So I'm pretty fucking sure they can figure out a way to give all Americans cars that are electric. Or at least a discounted price, like half off. They could figure that out, couldn't they? They could. They need to get something done. The ball needs to get moving. They need to figure this out. Or they're in a shitstorm. So I say... Go for it. I say, try it. Why? I say why? We need to change things. Or something bad is coming. And we can't see it. Are electric cars that bad? Is the idea of traveling on trains and the idea of doing more subway riding. I mean, in New York, no one even has a car. Like, what's wrong with that? I think that's genius. I mean, if I lived in New York, I wouldn't have a car either. I wouldn't even think about it. I don't know. We're messing with fire here. And it makes me concerned. But 
let's not relish too much on climate change because you know we're surrounded by a bunch of morons and they're going to be like, it's weather, there's no way to fix it, blah, 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 whatever. TikTok, TikTok, we're running out of time. Biden, you need to push that initiative up from 2030 to something closer. Next part of our conversation is working from home better than working in person. I guess it depends on your job. When it comes to customer service, I don't see the point in anybody returning to an office to talk on the phone. You could do all of that online, at home. So why do you need to drive to an office? And I've worked remote. Granted, the company I worked remote at decided to go back to work as did a lot of other ones as well. But I don't know. It depends on your job. Like for like insurance, you could do that at home too. Like especially like for travel insurance or medical insurance or any type of insurance you don't actually need to be in an office to make phone calls to customers I just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the the problem with working from home is you're in the house all day and you're looking at it all day. And it might be dormanting, looking at your house all day, being stuck in a room, staring at a wall or a computer all day. But then the good part of that is you don't actually have to go anywhere. The good part of working from home is relaxing. You're at home. You don't have to drive home. You don't have to deal with traffic. You don't have to deal with bad drivers. You don't have to deal with anything. It becomes easier. And that's fine. It just depends on what you're doing. Granted, I don't work at home anymore. I work in my office and I've gotten used to it. But I don't know. I think that it depends on how you feel about everything. I mean, it it's probably more 
comfortable to work at home. But it's really not a big deal if you're in an environment where you're not surrounded by like 90,000 people. Granted, it is COVID. Those things might feel differently than they did before. But I don't really think that has too much to do with it. I'm lucky I don't have to work around a bunch of people. There is a lot of people there, but... It's okay. I don't know. I feel like it's different. Like, you can't work retail online at home. That's something you can't do. Like, and there's no way to do that. And I don't, I don't think there'll ever be a way to do that. There won't be. So, while I'm the first one to be like, I love working at home. In some ways, it's good, and in other ways, it's not good. Like, if you're in customer service, you have to be home listening to the yelling all the time. Or then, I don't know, there's really no bad way of working at home. I'm trying to find it, but there isn't one. You don't have to drive. depends I'm, I'm trying to find a way that this is bad and i can't find it i just tried and honestly working from home was the best thing that ever came from covid it gave so many people the opportunity to be with their family when they needed to be with them it within a pandemic that was killing hundreds of thousands of people like we had to watch the worst of the worst here and i don't it's not over. Um, granted, it's getting better and more of us are going back into our offices, especially if you work in corporate America or your teacher or anything, you're getting back to the gist of it all. But this has definitely been a learning experience. And it's definitely good in a good way. definitely good and I guess we'll see what's next with this because the idea should be that you could create your own company it could all be online you don't have to go anywhere and it's remote the idea should be more things should go remote granted certain positions aren't going to be in an office and that should continue why should it continue because we were adapting and we were going that way anyways it really didn't have a lot to do with COVID that's just the way corporate America was going anyway so working at home is a luxury a lot of middle class is doing that my husband does it and a lot of other people do it as well and it's become normal um one or two people out of your family is going to be like, we work from home. And that's normal. And other people are going to be like, we have to go to an office. And that's normal too. It's depending on what your job is and where you are. And it's a great balance, I think. Um, 
hopefully things just continue to get better and go down that path. And it's really a hopeful balance because if you have a situation where you have to like take care of a loved one or you need to be in a setting where you're surrounded by your family, being able to work remote definitely provides you with that opportunity. So I say cheers to working from home and we'll see what's next with that. Next part of our conversation. Creating your own business is a must. We just talked about businesses and how you can make it easy. You could literally make your own business. Like I started with this podcast, Born to be a Star. I started Beak Star. I started Star Watch Talk. And we give you the review. I do that with uh, Skip. And um, I have started creating my own website. I'm going to make, um, you know, building off the website, I'm going to make a nutrition part of it about health i'm also going to venture into making my own shirt line or sweat line for it um i really want to uh create a shopping environment where it's just for women to buy them gifts or something special for any occasion and i'm really going into that mindset i feel like knowing that you want to build something is so important and being able to get into that is so important and i also want to use my voice to inspire I feel like so many times people are using their voice for a profit. I want to use my voice for people because I don't think people are being heard. Not only where I live, but anywhere, actually. I think that we're just constantly talking and no one's listening to us. So building your own business is important because you're going to want something that's yours. You're going to want to build something that you can control, that you get to be the boss at, and it's yours. I mean, granted, bosses aren't always bad, but why not have something that's yours, too? Why not have something where you can benefit off the success of something that you created that's yours? Do it. And be unapologetic about it. Have a plan and go after your dreams because no one else is going to give them to you. So, yes, building a business is a must because it gives you the ability to rely on yourself instead of relying on others. And then you can also have another job, too. It doesn't just have to be your business and you don't have it like a career or something. You could do both. Having a podcast and, you know, venturing into the whole podcast land, it's it's not an easy thing, right? Like you're you're not getting paid a lot of money. That's not the idea of the podcast. Uh, the idea of a podcast is building your voice so people that might can give you the opportunity to live off the podcast might hear you. That's what the podcast is for. That's what we're doing here, right? Your business leads to your success which could lead to someone else realizing their success it's just a circle we should all be trying to help each other figure out where we're going together this falls in line with one door helps open another door it all is connected next part of our conversation when they say you can't prevail and do it anyway there's a world full of people always being negative telling you all the things you can't do in life laugh at them Because those people saying you can't do it, they didn't do it. They didn't do anything. That's why they're telling you you can't do it. Because they're fearful and they're scared. That's why they're telling you you can't say this, you can't say that. You need to censor this, you need to censor that. You need to live this way. The the fearful shit doesn't work in reality, man. You're going to have to step and walk and do things you don't want to do. You're going to be in situations where you're going to have to deal with the situation you put yourself in. If you made your bed, you're going to have to lay in it. What you said to somebody, you're not going to be able to say you didn't say it if they recorded you and they have proof you said it. Like, the thing about doing crimes and doing bad things, there's always proof 
black and white proof. And that's crazy, but it's true. So, forget what they say, and do you, and don't worry about other people. And we've talked about that before, too, but I just feel like it's so important for me to say that out loud. Negativity loves negativity, and naysayers love naysayers, and misery loves company. And you know what? You don't have any time for that kind of company. You don't have any time for those kind of people. These people are... In your everyday life, they're at the church, they're everywhere. They hide behind smiling faces. And then when you finally realize who these people are, they want to eat you for breakfast and spit you up like you were a piece of trash. Yeah, you got to be really careful. Doubt. I don't know. I just feel like people get so caught up in other people's opinions and they lose sight of their own goals. They lose sight of what they want to do because they're worried about what people think. That's not living. That's living fake. Stop. Stop doing it. Just let it go. Like we need to we need to be able to prosper and do better on our own. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Next part of our conversation. Can we talk about Netflix, night books, pray, and what should we finish? Money heist? Oh my God. All those things I just said. Oh, so good. Night books, amazing. Uh, if you want to watch that with your kids or your nephew or your niece or your mom, or you're looking for a movie to watch with your friends, it's a really good movie. You're going to love it. Also, since we're talking about Netflix, pray. I mean, it was a okay movie. It just shows that you kind of got to know where you're going when you're going with a family member somewhere because you never know. Also, Money Heist. Like, I started watching that. I left off halfway through the second season, and I haven't finished it yet. Why haven't I finished it? I don't know. I just stopped watching it, but I really want to finish it because I want to see what happens. That show started off kind of crazy from the beginning. They're, like, robbing, like, some... I think it was a museum? Or they're robbing something. And they have this whole plan to get whatever the item is they're trying to get out of the place they're robbing it from. Now, this is not an American show. It's like a, fr- a French show or something. It's really good. And 
I really think that it's a good show. Granted, I don't know if I should start from the beginning of the season so I remember what I'm looking at or if I should just dive into where I left off with it. I think if you don't continuously watch a show on Netflix, it won't leave off where you left off on it. So I think that's a problem. So I don't know which episode I should get back to. But Money Heist is pretty good. Netflix, like I've been saying, has been doing an amazing job with what they have. Um, I just hope that they continue this. And this wasn't just a ploy to get us to look at it. But instead, they're really doing what they're supposed to be doing. They can have all this content, but they also have to provide good things as well. It can't just be we just have things. It has to be we continuously have things. So I say, let's go Netflix. Whatever's next, we're ready. Watching shows in different languages can be fun. But it can also be annoying. So that's why they have the, the you know, like the American version of it, which is very helpful. And um, sometimes it's just fun to listen to the language and see like their their mouths before they try to make it into a, like an American version. And I kind of like the the foreign version better, honestly. So I got to tell you, it's really good. Moving off of TV, let's going to the fact that TV's dying. It is. It wasn't going to last forever, and it's not going to. It's on its way out. So how much longer it will last, we don't know. Who's watching news? Old people. Who's looking at these shows? Well, I mean, I do like uh food network and hgtv i'm not gonna lie any excuse i can get to watch guy fieri i'm watching it any excuse i could get to look at some of these hgtv shows i i totally love it flip or flop uh love it or leave it like these are shows i like i've i'm totally hooked on that but they have apps for this so do you actually need the tv I don't know. You could just download the app. Like, there's other ways you could do things, and it doesn't just have to be spending $500 for Xfinity. Not that Xfinity costs $500, but you get the idea I'm saying. Crazy. It's crazy. Anyways, next part of our conversation. How can we replace bread easily? By using something else that's not bread. Guess how you can make pizza? Make the pizza that doesn't have bread at the bottom of it. Get rid of the carbohydrates by substituting the carbohydrates for something else. There you go. We just set it. We just cut into it and we just did it. You know what? Wrap up your burger with lettuce. You know what? Chop the burger up with a tomato on top of it and eat it. Put some mayo on top of that. There you go. Do you need bread? No, but if you want bread, then why don't you eat the healthier version of the bread and enjoy that so you can live longer and you can live stronger. Carbohydrates are not good and they could lead you to diabetes and diabetes could lead you to death or missing limbs or taking like some stupid shot. Like who wants to inject themselves with insulin? Are you kidding me? That sounds horrible. Just the idea of that makes me feel sick, man. Ugh. Yeah, we need to limit bread and we need to be smarter, okay? So I say uh bread's got to go. 
Next part of the conversation. Weeknights should be easy too. They should be easy. Like, wasn't we talking about making pasta and how easy it is to make pasta and just shove like meatballs or sauce on it and you can have that any day of the week and that's going to take you less than 30 minutes. You can also use your crock pot. You know, you could use like a deep fryer. You could use a really nice deep dish pan. You could do so much uh, with weeknight cooking. Uh, you can do one pot dishes. One pot dishes are very beneficial and there's just so much you can do and it can all be easy it doesn't all have to be complicated like how am I going to do this this is going to take forever oh it doesn't have to feel like that and if you're feeling like that find a way to not feel like that that's what I'm saying I guess like the idea doesn't have to be I worked all day and now I want to go home and make a meal that's going to take me two hours to cook like that's the whole deal with meal prepping the reason why people do meal prep in advance like so sunday is your meal prep day and you cook and you make things on a sunday because you might not have to work on the sunday so you don't have to do that every other day but you might not want to cook your dinner ahead of time so if you're going to be making dinner maybe make pasta that's an easy dish maybe do like a hamburger helper and then add your own things to it maybe do something like a filet mignon or a fish uh there's so many fishes you could do salmon uh white fish whitings you could do so many things Uh, you can make like a broccoli bake you can do a mexican dill there's so much you could do and Who knows? It's supposed to be easy. And I guess the reason I'm saying it like this is because I think we make cooking so complicated. And we've talked about this before. Weeknight cooking isn't supposed to be complicated. It's supposed to be easy. You're supposed to just put like four things together. Boom, done. Heat it up and eat it. Like you got to go back to sleep and get up and go to work the next day. We're trying to make this easy, right? We don't have time for anything complicated. Let's not lie about it. Next part of our conversation, chicken, bear chicken at home. Now, I saw a YouTube video about bear chicken. And since I saw the YouTube video about bear chicken, I got to tell you that I think you can make it at home. Granted, the recipe looked fairly easy to do by itself. So I'm assuming if they can do it at home, why can't we? So I feel like... We should find ways to do it ourselves. Now, how are we going to do that? Well, you have to find a bear flavor that you want. You also need to marinate the chicken first. Maybe you should get like a really, really good deep pan because you need to saturate it. Or maybe you should use the crock pot because you want to get all the flavors and juices into it to get it that succulent flavor. It's a process and it's probably not just going to be done overnight. You might want to marinate the chicken for like a day. Uh, you know, give it some time. Get all that flavor. Yeah, definitely.
I definitely think bear chicken at home is possible. And if you haven't tried it, you need to try it. Next part of our conversation, when do you refill the pantry? You should refill your pantry when you start to realize you don't have another pasta sauce in there and you like to make pasta a lot. You should refill your pantry when you realize it's fall and it's getting colder and you like to have soup. So you've only got one can. Um, I, I think you should be refilling your pantry like maybe every other time you go shopping, just putting little things in there. Now, I like Magic Spoon cereal, so I buy those in a bundle online. I also like to do a lot of shopping in BJ's. Uh, sometimes I buy like bundles of things and then I have like a bundle of it in my pantry. So like I get like three pasta sauces at once or I get things that can go in the pantry in multiples so it can last often. Who knows? But that's the that's the thought, right? It should be easy, right? You got to know when to put the stuff in the pantry. Now, you might not want to go to big, what it, what the hell is it called? You might not want to go to BJ's. You might not want to go to these big stores. You might just want to go to your local grocery store. That's fine. Make sure you're shopping when things are on sale. If they've got a, like a buy one, get two free sale, then do the two free. And then if it's something that you can put in the pantry, put it in the pantry. We're talking about like pasta sauces. We're talking about canned items. We're talking about foods like that. I really do think that pantries are essential to our houses, whether we live in apartments, whether we live in condos, or whether we live in houses. Having a pantry is amazing. It makes cooking easy. It helps you know what pastas you have available. If you have baking powder, uh, if you run out of something in your kitchen, you have the rest of it there. Like, I can't tell you how many things I have in my pantry that I use all the time. And that's tea bags, that's sugar. That's just things that when I run out of it, I know where it is. Don't you want that? Doesn't that make everything better? Like I've got so much in the pantry that I don't worry about things that I might typically worry about. So when do you fill your pantry? When you see it doesn't have enough of what you need in it. What are you going to be making? You should always have cans of things, whether it's tuna fish or chicken, something that you can make simple. Always have cans of things. I think if COVID showed me anything, it showed me that I needed to fill up the pantry and I needed to have food available in case of an emergency. That was an emergency. And I definitely learned a lot from COVID. And I'm going to take everything I learned from COVID to move forward and live correctly in the now. That is the end of the podcast and i'll see you tomorrow on born star born star born star we realize you're a star 
You realize you're a star because you can't see in the darkness. And you were born with light. I dare you to light up the world with me. I dare you to be somebody that's brighter than everybody else. I dare you to relish in your brightness. You are the light. And I see with you. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.